As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, you're loving them too. It's such a good on W4CY. Wake up, America! It's time for the adventures of Hype Man on W4CY.com, West Palm Beach's number one internet radio station. Here's your host, the Pipe Man. This is the Pipe Man here on the Adventures Pipe Man W4CY Radio, and I'm here with our next guest, who is uh, definitely a mover and a shaker, and we are looking forward to what he has to say. So let's bring him on the show. Casey Wright, how are you? Hey, doing great. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. You're in SoCal. I'm in Southern Florida, and uh, I'm not sure which place is worse right now in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> coast to coast, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you guys got the humidity and some crazy, and we got some fires and crazy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah A little exactly. bit of give and take here. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Just, and we have, you know, the hurricanes and the tropical storms and, you know, all that good stuff. So, you know. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a fun times right now. How is it where you are right now with the fires? Okay, so I have a cabin up in Angeles Oaks area, so we are super concerned about that. But thank goodness the firefighters are doing a wonderful job and kept it at bay. So, so far, so good. I know uh, there's quite a bit of other people who aren't so lucky. But, yeah, so it's that's the thing, too, right? Like, the fires here are seasonal. Like, uh, I wouldn't say to Florida, oh, my gosh, you're having a hurricane or a tropical storm. You guys would be like, yeah, every season we have them. Yeah. It's the same thing over here. You know, we have water systems set up, so we're a habitable desert, but we're a desert. And I think uh, there's even a thing I was talking to my parents yesterday about is the Native Americans used to call this the Bay of Smoke because the smoke would collect from the fires and just sit in the bay from Santa Monica to Palos Verdes. Yeah. So that's the whole L.A. Bay Area. But, uh, yeah, so um, it's not too bad. Uh, We're all living life and trying to do things. You know, you can't look at the negative and, you know, go sit in your basement. You got to get out there and still live. Just do it cautiously and, you know, trying to help other people in the same, same system. Absolutely. So, yeah. No so, doubt about it. That's what I'm doing. 
So now, more importantly, let's talk about you. And let's tell our listeners your whole story. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's see. My name is Casey Wright. Uh, last name is very similar to the Wright brothers from a family of five. I'm the middle child of two brothers, so we're technically the Wright brothers. Uh, ironically enough, we also started off in a bike shop in Hermosa working on bicycles, just like the Wright brothers. And nice. then all three of us, um, and there was a couple years where all three of us were all working at SpaceX, making uh, rockets and spacecraft. So it's like, how ironic, starting in a bike shop and then helping innovate space technology at SpaceX. So pretty, pretty wild so far. I vary a little different than my brothers. I'm also into high-end fashion. So uh, I have a high-end fashion line. I make custom jackets and clothing apparel for uh, celebrities or whoever is willing to pay for a $2,000 to $25,000 jacket. And then I have ready wear as well, so hats, jackets, and so it's a bunch of fun. I source all my fabrics from the best manufacturers or the best you know places in the world. So one of the silks I have comes out of France. Some of the leathers and wools are coming out of Italy. And then I manufacture everything all in downtown L.A. So didn't want to, even when everything was going 2008 and everybody's exporting everything, going to China and Cambodia and all the other countries, I decided to stick it out and work here. Like I'd rather, you know, focus on the small businesses in LA and uh, the U.S. that need that that work, that customization of stuff, versus just the the mass of everything going overseas. And as we're seeing it now, people are starting to come back. So I stuck it out through the whole thing, and I'm glad to see other manufacturers or other uh, designers are coming back to manufacturing USA. It's a highlight of some of my jackets. Right now, I'm doing, I got a French silk for the bomber jacket with Swarovski crystal embroidery, silver zipper tabs, and on my really expensive ones, uh, I actually put diamonds, and uh, not just regular or low-quality diamonds, but I put D to F color with VVS quality. So pretty up on the info on uh, the specs for stuff, too, because I come from aerospace industry where you got to know your materials and your qualities. So that's one thing that uh, my uh, manufacturers in L.A. appreciate is that I come from a very standard operating of how you do things, not just, oh, you know, make it shiny or <laughs> I just want it to have this kind of feel. Like, what material? Oh, I don't know. It's like, no. I, I like 80 GSM silk and with a uh, satin finish. <laughs> well, so I like to be more technical with things. <laughs> well, you know, too, and here's what I've noticed, okay? So... There's people out there like, well, I would never spend that kind of money. But they <laughs> are spending that kind of money because when they're buying crap, they're spending the money over and over again. Like I used to be in the investment business. And, and I remember when I okay. first got in the business, my bosses were like, yeah, get rid of that Sears suit. You need a real suit. And <laughs> so uh. I, I started wearing Armani suits all the time. But I'm telling you right now, okay, so you could go buy a cheap suit for a couple hundred bucks or you could buy an Armani suit then for like 2000 That Armani suit yep. is still in my closet. Like, I don't know, the first one I ever got is still in my closet 30 years later and still in perfect shape, whereas the exactly. other ones would never last that long. I think the suit outlasted the style, which doesn't <laughs> usually happen. <Yep. laughs> so... See, that, that's quality and craftsmanship right there. That's what uh, people forget about with a lot of the high or the, yeah, yeah, the high turnover fast fashion 
is, oh, I got this for five bucks. And it's like, you're exactly right. That's a, it'll have the same life as a Kleenex tissue. Yeah, exactly. But so um, I've... some of the, and then, you know, what's funny is like, people are always like, oh, that's really expensive. Like, okay, well, let's, let's go check your girlfriend or wife out. Do they have any Louis Vuitton bags, Gucci, Prada, any of that? Like, oh yeah, she got one or two. And is she a millionaire? No, no, she's not. Exactly. People just like to have one item, usually one item, even if they're middle class, poor, or, or struggling. They just want one item that makes them feel special, that, that little luxury item they can take everywhere or wear everywhere. So that's really the market I'm looking at is I don't necessarily need some ultra wealthy billionaire as my clientele. I got regular people who just want one thing that's really nice, and that's perfect. You don't need to have my full wardrobe and drop you know, $100,000. Just buy one jacket that makes you feel good. Well, what I've noticed, too, even in my lifetime, so I've fluctuated. And then, you know, it's like ever since I'm like a teenager, I would just like buy clothes, clothes, clothes. And I've like my closets are full of more clothes than most women. But then there's the collection of you got the good clothes, but then you got the crap that you're just collecting a bunch of crap. and, And there's. There's a noticeable difference. And when you get into those modes as a consumer, it's like, oh, I'm just going to buy a bunch of these and a bunch of these and a bunch of these. And then it's like, you know, that wasn't such a great idea. Maybe I should have just spent that money on one good thing and it would be a lot better. Exactly. Yep. So that's how I see it. I mean, shoot, you can look at the car industry. You have the classic cars. You got, uh, you know, Ford and Chevys in the 60s and 70s that, not only did they retain their value, but they increased, you know, 10x, 20x, 30x of what the purchase price was because they made them at a high quality, high precision, and they made them to last 100 years. Whereas you look at even the luxury cars now, if you look at like an Austin Martin or a Porsche, Porsche, they only make them to last, even, even like the cheaper cars, they only make them to last 10 years. They're manufactured to fail at 10 years not to have that same kind of life. So they got the polyurethane seats and calling it pleather or, you know, fake leather, but they'll break down in five with the UV. They have plastic parts instead of uh, aluminum or structured steel. And it's just funny to me because it's like, sure, you may get that initial purchase at 30 to 100 to 150,000, but in 10 years after the, or five years after the warranty's up and then no one wants to pay the, the repair cost of what it is for a luxury vehicle, the price drops. Like you can buy an Austin Martin or even, see, what's the other one? There's a, there's a couple of them. You can buy these luxury vehicles for almost fifteen dollars to $20,000 when they retailed for a hundred to 120000 because no one wants to pay the repair costs. Yeah, exactly. But if they would have made those vehicles with high-quality parts and easily accessible repairs, yeah, they would retain their value. So I don't know, in my mindset, because I, I plan to make cars as well, I want to do uh, hybrid vehicles, I will be making them with the intention of lasting 100 years. That's the way it should be. You know, that, that you're so right, too. It's like years ago, they made things to last. Now they make things to replace. Yeah, what a shame. No doubt about it. So, so I have a I, question. Yeah, and I, I figure that it's short-lived. I think that that mindset, that instant gratification of profit without thinking of the longer or the longevity of the name in the business, regardless of what you're making, it's going to come to a vitamin in the butt because you need the longevity. You need that person. Like Rolex, they last forever. They retain their value, they increase. 
So it's, it's with anything. If you do quality over time, it'll win in the end. Exactly. Versus making a fast buck and going off of a fancy name. No doubt. So uh, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. You're in uh, South Florida. Where do you come from? What do you do? Okay, so I grew up till I uh, was 11, until I was 12 in New Jersey, and then I moved to Cali, and I grew up in Agoura, Westlake, and Thousand Oaks there. And, I know the area. Yeah, yeah, cool area. Yeah, there you go. And, you know, and then uh, I'm here in South Florida, so I've covered, like, the whole country type of thing. You know, it's funny. When you do that, you're there's good and bad everywhere, okay? So... Like, there's many times I think, oh, I want to move back to California. And then I get off the plane and I'm on the 405. I'm like, screw that. (laughs) 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 Takes me about 30 seconds on the 405 be like, oh, my God, I don't want to deal with this. You know, so but I did deal with the fires. And, you know, it's funny. People in Florida, they're like, oh, I would never live in California because of the earthquakes. I'm like, dude, okay, so the earthquake lasts for like seconds most of the time you don't even know it happened it isn't like you're sitting for 48 hours in your bathtub because of hurricanes and tornadoes passing you by (laughs) you know it's all relative but yeah i mean uh you know i come from i originally was uh very big into the music back in the 80s on the sunset strip and then i went into the investment business i'm also a motivational speaker and coach and then i found my way back home to radio and here we sit now. That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, following your passion is a good deal, you know? Oh, no so doubt. No doubt. You across the country with the memories and everything, and now you're, you're hosting your own show and, every, and producing it. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you know, the thing is, is like, so I own several radio stations here. We have a partnership with iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, and we distribute to about 100 others. And, you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, you have to have passion and fun for what you're doing. It has to be what's in you. And, you know, music and talk are both things that are in me. So, it, you know, radio's the perfect fit. And then, you know, get to talk to people like you that are making really cool things for people. Because to me, that high fashion type of stuff, to me, that that is cool. I and mean, you talk about, you know... Men, women, I mean, it does make a difference with the way you dress, for sure. Like, you know, the way women looks at a guy when they're in, you know, something that's, you know, high-end fashion, they know. And then they sense it. And, you know, and then they can sense when you're, like, lack of a better term, uh, you know, goodwill Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's interesting. And, you know, when you, it, that was one thing. So... I'm not designing shoes yet, but in the same sense, when I go to an event or something and I'm wearing my uh, two to $25,000 jacket, I'll get someone to look me up and down. And, you know, that if I don't have 800 or or $1,000 shoes on, they're going to see me different. They're going to be like, wait, so you can make a 2000 to $25,000 jacket and you can't afford Gucci or Chanel or Louboutin yep. shoes? So it's like, you got to fit the part two. And thankfully enough, I like it, so... <laughs> You know, funny you should say that because that's the one thing I learned in the investment business. If you want to know about somebody, you look at their shoes, you know. So you could have, you know, you could be wearing an Armani suit, but if you're wearing some like $30 pair of dress shoes, they can tell, you know. And 
it, it's interesting because I used to buy like, you know, back then $600 dress shoes, but I'm also the type that I won't spend $200 on a pair of sneakers because they're sneakers. So it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll spend the money. I, it's the same thing. You know, I'll spend the money on a nice suit, a good suit, but I'm not going to go spend $500 on a t-shirt. <laughs> but that's me. Yep. No, I get it. So I have a uh, question for fun. you. You know, I've been seeing a lot on social media with the new, I don't know if it's fake news or not, but the trends that Gucci and all them came out in the fashion show for how men are dressing, you know, or the, how they want them dressing. And I've been seeing it shared all over social media. Is, is this like the true trends or was that just uh, like, you know, I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking um, about? Let's see. Um, are, you, are you talking about like dressing more uh, like feminine or uh, in which way? Well, yeah, but it was more than just feminine. It was like, like I saw somebody with a jacket with the arms way down on the ground. And, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, the feminine part, uh, okay, Dr. most people don't realize that high heels were originally for men. And then went to women, you know, so for to go back to that. I that, didn't know that one. That's interesting. What's oh, yeah. Story? I'm trying to remember what the story is because there is a story to it. But basically back in the day, you know, that's why, you know, the men wore the wigs like George Washington and wore the wigs. It was a sign of wealth if you had high heels and you had a wig. And what happened was, is I think what happened back then, if I remember correctly, women started wearing the high heels and then men decided not to anymore because women were, you know, and it was like the whole separation back in those times, you know, and the women were considered a lower form. So like, we can't wear these high heels anymore, you know, and stuff like that. And men were doing a lot of the things that females do today. So to me, for it to go back to that, it's not that strange, you know, what I saw that was strange is what the ensembles were. It was like, I don't know, it just looked totally weird to me. But, you know, and I, I'm seeing all these people on social media that are like, oh, no, please let this not be the new trend. <laughs> um, well, you know what's funny is, like, I look at the high fashion on the designer side, and then I also look at it like the catwalk runways. And to me... I just kind of, and I was flipping through, as like a Vanity Fair or the Wall Street Journal fashion edition with my girlfriend, and uh, we are just talking about this. Like, yeah, I, I love these brands. I love, like, some of the things they're doing. But for the majority, like, why the heck would I ever buy a T-shirt or a long sleeve jacket when my hands are, like, not showing? Like, I need my hands. Yeah. I need to drive. I need to write, you know. Like, do you want me to bundle it up? Like, it's nonsensical. So I just consider it art. And just say, okay, that's an art form, just like the catwalk. Like, there's that a lot of things sense. you just want to wear. And I think that differentiates me a little bit in the sense that I'm looking to dress people to look good, feel great, look sexy, however, but do it fashionably in something that they can be also practical in. See, that I'm, makes I'm a load of sense. Something that's non functional for how we live. That makes a load of sense. And I think the other thing that people were reacting on social media is I think it went to such an extreme so fast. But the way I look at it, and you've made a good point, the concept cars. Rarely do those concept cars ever become reality. And if they do, they're years from now. Exactly. They're inspiration for the time period to say like, hey, this is what we're thinking could be the most extreme of the possibilities. And I think that's kind of like what, you know, I need to do more research and history on it, but I think that's kind of where 
like the runway. Like we're just doing the artistic idea of what trends we want to see through this season, or we're just like, hey, we're just going to do this, but it's not necessarily like, oh, we're trying to sell 20,000 units of it. Right. Well, that's pretty cool. That's a good perspective right there. So how do people connect to you on social media, check out your fashions, cool. all that cool stuff? All right. So the company name is Seraph, S-E-R-A-P-H. It's a little background. It's the highest order of angel and represents light, and that's why I donate 20% of the net profit to charities. Uh, like the L.A. Mission, Wounded Warrior, WADA.org, and Destiny Rescue. You can find me on Instagram with Sarah Fashion Design. My personal is Casey Douglas Wright, and you can go on my website, SarahDesign.com. Very cool. And is there any other final words you want to share with our listeners that we haven't covered that they need to know about you? I guess words of advice is just whatever passion you have, and if you can link it up to money, persevere. So a lot of people quit too early. I've had a couple conversations with people who are billionaires in their different businesses, and I asked them, like, what's the secret? And they're like, there isn't a secret. It's when you're prepared, the opportunity that happens, you just take advantage of it. So, yeah, you get rejected and you get shut down, but you have to persevere. The people who don't persevere are the ones who end up sticking to the day job that they don't even want to be a part of. Very cool. Well, but, it's a blast having you on the show, and I definitely think our listeners should check you out and you know, I'm going to have to check it out even further, too, because you sound like you have the right concept for fashion. Oh, I love the idea that it has to be fashionable, but it has to be practical, too. Yeah, exactly. Well, Dean, it was great talking with you. If you ever want me on your show again, just let me know. I'm down to do this. This is fun chatting with you. All right. You got it, brother, and thanks for taking the time. Anytime. Thank you for listening to the Adventures of Pipe Man on W4CY Radio. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.